The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. With seven to Asumu, top of the key, driving, pull up from 15, it's good! He got it! With point five on the clock, and Io DeSumo has put Illinois ahead again! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look, an in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Dosumu against the man-to-man. Pass inside Kofi. And the finish! He slams it in! Dribbles into the paint. Top balance shot blocked by Kofi Coburn. Out of there with it, Dosumu to the basket. Lay it up! Out top, Dosumu. Right wing, right corner, Frazier for the lead! And he buried it! Now, from our game day studios in downtown Champaign, here's your host, Evan Kahn. Let the madness of March begin. The Illini returning to the State Farm Center today to finish three games in six days, looking to make four wins in a row against the Indiana Hoosiers and keep pace in the Big Ten standings. Good morning. Welcome into Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Evan Kahn live in our game day studios in downtown Champaign, running the whole thing. Scott Beatty's in Texas with Illinois baseball. I'm joined courtside at the State Farm Center by the man Lauren Tate. Lauren, the Illini come in 19 and 9, 11 and 6 in conference play. The Hoosiers are 18 and 10, 8 and 9 in Big Ten play. And on Thursday night, the Illini, they didn't blow out Northwestern, but I thought we saw one of the more complete games from the Illini, especially really getting it going on the offensive end, a, a breakout game from Alan Griffin. So what are we looking for today so that they can avoid that letdown against the Hoosiers? Well, I don't know. I, I think that, that there's too many inconsistencies in the game right now to be able to. And, and Indiana is the perfect team for this season because they are up and they are down, and they might thank, get a big game from Green. They might get a big game from Justin Smith. They might not because the, those guys are erratic. Al Durham bumped up and, and got 18 points the other day at Michigan. I mean, they, they're just erratic, and, uh, you know, and I, I think that Illinois is, is, hopefully just doesn't catch them on a – on a really hot night because they can be that good. They've beaten five ranked teams, and they began the season earlier with a with a 13 and three run, and included a win over Florida State. So, this is a team that you just don't know uh, who to emphasize. Really, I know Jackson Davis on the post. You've got a you, you know a lot of people think you should double team him, and uh, as far as Illinois is concerned, they've just got to play steady defense and and hit the boards and and, and play the same kind of basketball that that's. Uh, you know that they've played in the last few games and this is the the lone matchup with the Hoosiers this year and they get to come to the State Farm Center is it it's still as big of a, a rivalry as it once was do you, do you I know it was the first sold out game here this season or are we going to see the energy from the crowd and maybe that'll be a boost for oh, the players yeah. too oh, oh yeah the crowd's going to go crazy because veteran fans here and this is an older an older fan base generally speaking that remembers that Indiana is the main single main rival for Illinois and has been for at least the I, I know I saw my first game here in 1948. That was a couple years ago, and it was fantastic then, and it's been fantastic ever since. But 
as you change coaches, uh, you know, as you go from Bob Knight and as you go from Lou Henson now, uh, it doesn't have quite the same ring to it because of the, the hatred isn't there as much. <laughs> but, uh, but nevertheless, uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a strong – I think it's Illinois' main rival in basketball. And we've got basically a week left, last Big Ten game, a week from today. And last night with Michigan State knocking off Maryland kind of opened the door for a chance of maybe an outside shot of a share of the Big Ten title again. Well, yeah, it's more than an outside shot. I mean, if, if, uh, if, if Maryland loses at Rutgers, which everybody, most everybody does, <laughs> not everybody, I see they finally lost a game at home. But if they don't win at Rutgers, Illinois could catch them in the loss column and you know that's that that'd be a it'd be a surprise, but it's possible certainly. Is that something that the the players are thinking about again? Because I know that we we kind of thought that the the energy and that sort of thing got to them whenever Maryland was in the State Farm Center a, yeah. about a month ago, and it was the same yeah. kind of situation. Yeah, it's the same kind of situation because Maryland's just a lot better team. Maryland's been a really steady, consistent team, particularly in late going. Indiana hasn't been. Indiana has been up and then down and then up and then down. I mean, it's just amazing how, how their season has gone. They they lose to Rutgers and, and Nebraska, come back and beat Michigan State. Then they lose to Michigan, <laughs> Penn State, Ohio State, and Purdue and come back and beat Iowa. Then they lose to Michigan, then they beat Penn State and Minnesota. I mean, it's just bang back and forth. And the last game they played was probably the worst game they played all year. They mm-hmm. shot 25% at Purdue and couldn't buy a basket. They were in the 30s as far as scoring is concerned and with like five minutes to go in the game or whatever it was. I mean, it was just ridiculous. They couldn't buy one, and you'd think maybe today they'll come out and be just the opposite, so you never know. Yeah, the Illini come in five-and-a-half-point favorites. We're underway here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Lauren, hold on. We got more coming. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist. Up next, we've got a substitution. Trent Meacham's going to be the color analyst for today's game. Deion Thomas under the weather. Later, we got our keys to the game, plus the coach's corner with assistant coach Stephen Gentry. All ahead on Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth management pregame show it's fighting Illini game day the Rudy Wealth management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 now with more here's Scott Beatty Back here on Fighting Illini Game Day, Evan Kahn, Lauren Tate taking you up to 1 o'clock tip-off over at the State Farm Center between Illinois and Indiana. Let's get another view from the court. We're joined by a surprise guest. It sounds like Deion Thomas is under the weather. Trent does the post-game show here on, on the stations. He's on the cover of today's News Gazette, and now he's a, a color analyst for Illinois, Indiana. Trent, how you doing? You, you ready for the game? Doing great. How about that, Evan? Great start of the day for me. Feel bad for Dion. Hopefully he's doing well, but um, I'm happy to fill in. They they went deep into the bullpen to call me up. You're hot. <laughs> well, it's not your it's not your first time out there. Uh, let's just get into. It. We'll go back to Thursday. Alan Griffin put, putting in 24 points in 21 minutes. I know that's a, a big confidence boost for him. Hopefully he comes into today with the, the same kind of high hand. But what does a performance like that uh, do for the rest of the team and and maybe opening up some more options for the other guys? Yeah, a few things I love about Alan Griffin and, and he doesn't lack for confidence. He hasn't seemed to be that way from when he began here for the most part. This season, man, he can he can really get it going but for the the rest of the team 
him going like that, I think just it gives you one more threat where now teams have to account for him. They already have, but you see someone break loose like he did last game. Now, okay, they got to respect him. Obviously, Kofi commands so much uh, uh, so much focus on the interior. Io, what he's doing, how efficient he is on the, on the exterior. So there's one more guy that can really break out, and that's just uh, one more uh, arrow in our quiver, which, uh, which can – proved us to be a very dangerous team this season. How advantageous is it to come off the bench? They might not be ready for you. You know, maybe uh, they've got their defenses set. They pick each guy's got his man, and then you, whoever you go in for probably is going to guard you. And uh, I would think there's going to be an advantage to that. It's advantageous because he gives you something different than we have. Mm-hmm. He's someone that doesn't need the ball to be effective. He plays with such energy. And so no matter how well the game's going, whether we started slow or started fast, when he comes in, that energy goes up. I mean, his motor is at another level. And then with, with his ability to spread the floor, shoot the ball, that just uh, that's really tough for opponents to counter. So you think that's a little different when he comes in for DeMonte? <laughs> well, for anyone, he, he gives us something different because no one quite spreads the floor like him. Yeah. Trent Frazier maybe, but he's really he struggled shooting the ball. So yeah. Alan Griffin, uh, he's not, taller, he can get his shot off. Yeah, he, he he's Alan Griffin's the one guy that really can rise up mm-hmm. and get his shot off. Whether it's a drop, you know, one dribble pull up. Watch him sprint the floor. You know, obviously he crashes the glass every time with that motor, but then he takes off sprinting the floor. That just it spaces it for everyone. And and you can even if he's not getting the ball, teams gotta respect him and opens it up for the rest of the team. Trent Meacham, Lauren Tate, Evan Kahn here getting you set. We're talking a lot about the the guards, but it seems like the real marquee matchup today is gonna be the two freshman big men going at it. I think that's right. I mean, who's the best? I mean, uh, this guy, um, I think that Kofi, with all the double-doubles, everybody's got the idea that he's he's the freshman of the year, and I think he is, but I'm going to tell you something. Jackson Davis is real close. He's averaging about the same number of points, and they're both over eight on rebounds. Yeah, he's tough. He's a lefty, so that gives you a different look on the interior. Very athletic. You know, I, I looked at, to his last game where he scored in, in, in single digits, and he fought just like Purdue. Well, he fought up that previous game with 27 at Minnesota against Daniel Toro. So you know he's going to come out uh, with an edge. And I think Indiana altogether, their backs are against the wall. They're going to come out. Trace Jackson Davis is going to come out hungry for a better performance tonight, especially going to, uh, up against Kofi Coburn. So that's going to be a really fun one for uh, the fans to watch tonight. Trent. I, th- I oh. think I, I remember one particular shot that uh, Jackson Davis took this year was against Maryland with about three seconds to go, spun wide open, three feet away, unguarded, missed. Hit <laughs> it right off the back rim. They lost the game by one point. I mean, you know, that's just it happened. I mean, uh, but he's he's been a good consistent scorer. I think he's over 50 percent in the field. Yeah, he's shooting uh, very high from the field. 50, yeah, 52 percent. Him and Justin Smith both down low. Those are their. They're guys that are shooting the ball uh, in terms of efficient. The rest of the rest of their players on the perimeter are not. But um, as Lauren said earlier, any one of those guys can can have a big night. So it's it's tough. After Jackson Davis, we know we have to count for him, but uh, we can't let any other individual really get loose. I thought going back to last year, Rob Finnessy controlled the game here. I thought he dominated the game. 17 points, five assists. Uh, now our pressure style last year, I think, fed into that. So I think it's going to be much more difficult for him tonight. But uh, we have to. You know, obviously, Trace Jackson Davis is a huge key, but overall, they have a number of guys that could step up on any given night. Good stuff, Trent. Thanks for coming on. You you break it down on the post-game show. You're going to do it in-game. You could probably step out and still hit a three. We thank you for coming on. Enjoy the game. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I'm excited to be here. All right, we got our keys to the game coming up next here after the break on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show.
Back here on Fighting Illini Game Day, the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show, Illinois, Indiana, coming up at 1 o'clock. It's time for our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. The unlimited value of the right team, one banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Lauren Tate, I want to get your keys first. Well, I'm, I'm going to say that the center thing will be pretty much of a standoff. I think that uh, that they'll both score, and uh, I think that uh, I think that that's the key. I think is is how the guards play. We need to keep uh, uh, this streak going for uh, for Io with double figures. We need to see Fraser hit some, and then we got Griffin coming off the bench. I think that uh, I think the guard play is the key, and I think that Illinois should be able to outshoot Indiana because Indiana is not a particularly good shooting team. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think a couple of my keys, they, they got to play hard for 40. We've seen them struggle in different ways at home against some tougher teams, uh, specifically the Michigan State and Maryland games a, a couple weeks back. So I think if they come out and they play a full 40 like they have the cu- last couple games, Northwestern, Nebraska, I, I think they'll be good. And and we, we got used to the offense not being very well, but I, I thought that they did a really good job of moving the ball. You know, Alan Griffin hitting those shots really helps as well. But I think if they move it, like they did the last time this team really can score 70 or more points more often so the more that they move the ball getting it inside and back outside uh working both sides of it uh, i think the illini can can get it done today yeah i think they'll probably be uh, uh, going up against a man-to-man i don't see indiana playing zone have they played zone as far as you know i i, I don't think they've played much zone i don't think they have either i i think this is a team you can drive and i think that uh That'll be key. I mean, Illinois gets a lot of points in the paint, not just from the center, but from drive-ins. They had uh, two games ago, they had 19 layups and dunks. That's a lot. That's a lot of baskets. So don't rely on the three. Get to the basket, play defense, you know, just all, all the regular things. Lauren Tate, thank you for all coming right. on and enjoy the game. That's our keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Coming up next, Illini assist- assistant Stephen Gentry has the scout for Indiana on the coach's corner here on Fighting Illini Game Day. Back here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show, the Illini going for four straight wins this afternoon at the State Farm Center against Indiana. Let's get the scout in the coach's corner. Brian Barnhart chats with assistant coach Stephen Gentry, who has the scout for today's matchup against the Hoosiers. The coach's corner brought to you by Clark Lindsey and Hickory Point Bank. Here's Brian and Stephen. Coach, we were just talking, uh, the way the schedule breaks, here we go, uh, this game and then uh, the next game coming up too, I mean, the two teams we haven't seen. Yeah, kind of unique here, uh, this late in Big Ten play, to, uh, to have two opponents in Indiana and Ohio State that you're seeing for the first time, but um, yeah, I just had to be a little bit more deliberate in our scouting process and um, um, kind of review them a little bit more than we do other teams. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Indiana, what, what are you seeing? Yeah, I mean, they're playing well as of late. I mean, they've won three other last five, I and mean, they obviously struggled um, at, at Purdue um, in their last game. Um, haven't been as good on, on the road um, here as of late in Big Ten, but um, yeah, a, a good team that really posts the basketball. Um, they're 13th in the entire country in number of post-ups per game, so obviously that starts with uh, Trace Jackson Davis um, having a big-time freshman year for them. Um, and then other than posting the ball up, they just they set a lot of screening actions. So it's going to be really important for our guys to, to really communicate and uh, stay attached to their shooters. So. Jackson Davis came in. Uh, he and Kofi have kind of dominated the Freshman of the Week awards, I think. 
Yeah, no, I mean, they're, they're both doing it in the paint, they're both doing it on the glass. Um, they're having a heck of years, and, um, and Trace is also just really important to their wins. I mean, if you look at um, his numbers and wins um, compared to those and losses, um, it, it, it's, it's pretty significant. So, but yeah, no, he's a, he's a heck of a player, plays extremely hard, very skilled there on the low block, and um, he's got a bright, bright future. Seems like when uh, Green is making threes, their whole offense runs a lot better, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of their wild card. Um, he's making shots, like you said. I mean, he goes, he goes off for that big game at, at, at Iowa. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a, a streak guy. Um, you can't really necessarily play the percentages with him. you got to kind of um, always stay connected to him and always attached. But, um, yeah, I mean, you got 14 of them up against Purdue, and um, – We've got to be really cognizant of where he's at, and especially after he makes one, um, then he gets even more and more aggressive. So we'll definitely have to be dialed into him. All right, give me a couple of other names to watch. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean they're well balanced, yeah. uh, but I think you know Fennessy kind of runs the show. He's really good in in transition. Um, Durham's really good coming off screen, so he's a threat as well. And then. He doesn't necessarily score as much as those other guys, but, but Justin Smith just plays so hard there at that uh, three spot. He'll play a little bit at the four. Um, he's kind of their Demonte Williams in terms of energy and defense and rebounds, um, so he certainly impacts the game as well. It looks like Bronk is not really a scorer, but he takes up space anyway. Yeah, and he plays hard, and he's a really good low block threat, and he ducks in really well and gets deep catches, and he's another really good offensive rebounder. Um, they're top 30 in the country in offensive rebounding as a team. Um, so yeah, no, I mean they're 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 really well balanced. I mean I think again Trace is, is their guy, and then um, Devonte is their wild card off the bench. But they're they're a well balanced team. Seems like, and this can happen during the course of a game. But it seems like they do get some, they have some turnovers. If you can speed them up or get them out of kilter, they they do turn the ball over. Yeah, if you can just be really solid um, defensively and take away their opportunities in transition and be locked into your plan and, and not foul. Um, then, yeah, they get a little bit back on their heels, um, get a little timid, and, uh, and then, yeah, that's when they kind of start turning the ball over. Uh, and that was the case against Purdue. Purdue was just really solid, took away all their easy opportunities, and then, you know, Indiana you know, started kind of coughing the ball up a little bit. We'll take a break, come back with Stephen Gentry on the Coach's Corner here on this Sunday. Illinois basketball, we continue our coach's corner, the scout on the Indiana Hoosiers. All right, uh, pace of play, how, how fast do they play? You know, their, their tempo numbers aren't necessarily that fast. So I think they're like the 250th in the country. But uh, part of that is their offensive possessions, once they don't attack and transition, are really long because um, they run a lot of long plays. But they are aggressive in transition. They kind of run the same transition attack as we do. Um, step, you know, with our point guards playing in the middle of the court and, and being aggressive there and looking from our point guards down into the posts um, for deep catches. So, yeah, they're kind of a sneaky good transition team. And, again, it kind of goes back to those easy baskets that they need, um, those ones in transition, those ones on the low block, those ones getting fouled. So, um, but I think, I think we're going to see more of kind of a Big Ten rock fight uh, here this afternoon. Just two, def two good defensive teams going at it, uh, two physical teams um, going at it. So it might be a little bit slower than your average game. You mentioned defense. Tell me about their defense. What does Coach Miller like to do? Yeah, I mean, they're really solid. They don't really scheme um, from game to game. Um, they're just uh, kind of do what they do and um, 
just really solid defensively. I mean, obviously, he's, he's the brother of, of Sean Miller at Arizona, so we've kind of seen that defense already before this year. But they're really aggressive in ball screens, um, showing really, really hard and trying to take the ball handler away um, in ball screens. I think they'll especially do that with Io. Um, and then behind the ball screen, they're really, really in those gaps um, and really collapsing hard. So it'll be really important that um, you know, we make the right read in the ball screen and, and then be making extra passes all night. It's interesting. They're coaching trees. Everybody's a part of one. But then you've got this family tree with the Millers and their dad and so forth. Uh, and so they kind of follow each other's path a little bit. Yeah, it's, I mean, uh, it, it's, there, there's a lot of similarities there. I mean, we talked about their defense, but even just some of their play calls mm-hmm. um, are the same as Arizona. A lot of their set plays are the same as Arizona. Um, so you can definitely see... Um, the influence and uh, the, the connection there with the family. Well, I thought the other night uh, we played, I, I talked to Coach Underwood after the game, and called it kind of a professional win, the way we just took care of business. I thought we were solid on both ends of the floor pretty much throughout the game. Yeah, I thought we were pretty surgical. I mean, just uh, like you said, going about our business and being professional, and um, you know, we're locked into the plan really well. It wasn't our, our, our best defensive uh, game in terms of looking at the numbers, but I think it was our second best offensive game. Um, a Big Ten play, and it was just a really good job. And there'll be some similarities with with Indiana today of of coming off a ball screen and, and throwing back um, to the open guy, and then and then driving the ball. And I, I told guys this the other day that the best set play that we've added here as of ra- as of late is is driving the ball. Um, it's not a particular play call, but um, that's kind of a new wrinkle to our offense that we've added here as of, as of late is just driving the ball. And then that creates extra opportunities for dump downs to Kofi or kick out, kick out threes. It's just fun when you have a sense, uh, and I could sense this with the guys on our guys on the court the other night. Is Allen had the hot hand, and they were looking for him. You could, you could, I could read the eyes of everybody on the court. Yeah, and you know, and coach does a really good job with that as well. I mean, I've been with him now uh, five years. Um, when he sees a hot hand um, in terms of play calls, he, he's going to it um, time and time again, and we just. Went back to Allen until he missed, and hey, he missed one, okay. And I think at that point we actually subbed him out. Um, but yeah, our team did a really good job of recognizing the, the hot hand and creating uh, looks for him. And then Allen did a good job of finding those looks as well. All right. Hey, Coach, thank you. Should be a good one today. We appreciate it. All right. Yep. Looking forward to it. All right. We're into March, and it's Illinois basketball. It's coming up shortly here from the State Farm Center. Thanks, Brian. That's the Coach's Corner brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Clark Lindsey. Evan Kahn here back in our game day studios. Three other Big Ten games today. Michigan travels to Ohio State, Northwestern at Nebraska, and Minnesota going to Wisconsin. But there's more pregame coverage for today's game between Illinois and Indiana. Brian Barnhart and Trent Meacham standing by to take you up to tip-off at 1 o'clock. I'll be back after the game with Michael Kaiser for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. We'll take your calls and texts on what you saw right here on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana. Enjoy the game.